Turn News Now. Hello, welcome to Nerd News Now. I'm with everyone today. Again, we've had like three weeks of everyone, I think. Uh, got Brainy, got Kyle, of course, Miss Jen. We'll talk about comics in a little bit. Um, it's the week of Star Wars Day. Um, as we're recording this, May 4th is tomorrow. How do you guys celebrate Star Wars Day, if at all? Uh, Miss Jen, start with you. Um, it depends if it's close to free comic book day. This is like the first year in maybe 10 years that I haven't had those two things come close together because they moved free comic book day to August. So it's going to be a more low key, I think, day. Maybe I'll celebrate it more on Wednesday when the new comic books come out. That'll be more fun. Revenge of the Fifth. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of free comic book day, now at one point, did were there two or was there always just one always one now is there something else though is there like a local comic shop day because i I think there's like two event days so there's local comic shop day there's free comic book day and there's halloween comic fest this year some stores opted to have free comic book day when it always is the first saturday may and some stores are opting to wait till august some stores are having it both so it's all kinds of confusing for everyone. And by the way, if you Google free comic book day for this year, it came up as May 1st. Um, <laughs> let me, Somebody let forgot me, to tell Google. Let me correct Kyle. There is free comic book day and there is local comic shop day. And there's Halloween comic There book is Fest. free comic book day. There's local comic shop day. I don't know how to you, interpret that. I don't know if that's... You don't work at Halloween Comic Fest, Brady? Um, It's never worked out for us. It, we've usually just given away the comic books on Halloween to kids. So the, the Saturday usually... that we try to do, it, it never worked out, ever. Uh, well, I, I take that back. We did have uh, one customer very upset with us because uh, we weren't willing to sell them the books. We never sell them. We usually just give them away. And uh, I guess she didn't like the day that day she came in looking to get the books, looking to purchase them. We say, we don't we don't sell them. You're welcome to take as many as you well, you know, limit one of each, but you're welcome to take them. But she was hoping she can buy bundles and give them away to kids. And honestly, if she had actually returned like on the Halloween day, we would have given her whatever as many copies as she wanted. But she just left upset. And oh, you know what I bet? I bet you she was thinking because they they do make those bundles of 25, but you have to Correct. order. Also, I actually have started ordering those. Those are actually kind of a, a good draw for people because they don't cost hardly anything. Uh, true. Uh, you know, for us, we we get the bundles, but I give them away for to the kids that come to our house. So you know, mm. and I'm assuming that's exactly what she wanted to do. But she, I guess, she would just left before we could explain to her. You can come back and get them on Halloween from us, and we'll give them to you for free, and you can still give them away to the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she just came in. We said we don't sell them, and she got upset and left. So. But anyway, that's that's just another story. I uh, I I had the same experience as Jen. Is like ordering those bundles was great. It's, I would order I'd order more of those than I would order actual Halloween Comic Fest books. Because mm-hmm. then I would sell them to people who wanted to give them out. But then I would give away tons of bundles at my house, and then whatever was left, they're generally kids' books. I would just donate to schools. Yep. And then write the whole thing off, which was a huge win. So like. There was never a loss to free comic book day for me. Now wait, Halloween comic fest. See, now I'm confused. I don't know what really exists and just what you guys don't like. So, but <laughs> okay, I would recommend you not there try is, and follow it, Mark. There is free comic book day in May, except for this year when it's in August. Yes. And there is local comic shop day in November. There is no other event. Well, other than small events like Batman Day, which doesn't count and you know some things somebody does that's about it but beyond that you know we've got free comic book day and we've got local comic shop day that's it hey brainy do you remember in-store convention do you remember that oh yes i remember that i think that could have been a a little bit better success if they kept it going especially last year would have done amazing coast to coast comic-con coast to comic-con yep we did what? What day was that? It was Coast to Coast Comic Con happened on the same day as something else. 
Yes. I can't for uh, life me remember what it was. Like it was, it, it was a gaming event, right? Wasn't it a? Yeah, I think it was, it was like a magic release. Uh, it was also yeah, I think it was all around also the same time around free comic book, uh, free RPG day. For the gaming community, there is free. That RPG might have been it. Yep. That might have been it. Was free RPG day or tabletop day? Yeah, tabletop tabletop day. Yeah, that was hard, man. We we have it, at that time in the gaming area we had big old TVs, so we actually made a big deal out of it and had that broadcasting really loudly in the store, and people stopped by and sat down when they wanted to sit down and wandered away when they didn't want to watch. Yeah, those two events could have done better as well. Our free RPG day and uh, tabletop day. I think they they could have taken some lessons for free comic book day, which they did not. But you know, that's that's a different, I guess it's a different market, different story. Mm-hmm. Now, does uh, local comic shop day intend to move back to May at any point? Like, was this you mean free comic book day? I'm sorry, yeah, free comic book. Which one has the bundles though? Halloween Comic Fest. But there's only two. Ah, see, I was paying attention. (laughs) So, free comic book day, free comic book day. Will that ever move back to? It feels like something would go well in May. So, was that just per COVID that it moved? Correct. And I'm pretty certain it's going to go back to May, if not next year, the following year. Uh, you know, we've had it for 20 years already on, in May, and I don't see that trend changing. And ha- no. have you guys found any, like, uh, in probably the last two years, but I would assume it would probably happen this year, if any, any uh, people who are into, like, speculator comics trying to come in and swoop up a bunch of free comics that might be the first appearance? Of- Absolutely. That, that's always know? been a thing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Marvel they always put big event stuff in their free comic book day books. Because they're and it, and it only appears in there. So it's usually first appearances that tie into the next big event that's coming. Yeah, it's interesting how many people you see only on free comic book day. It's like, hey, I haven't seen you. Yeah, I saw you last year when you came to get these books. <laughs> and they they always have a list of the you know the ones that are hot and that the ones that are gonna have uh new characters and they've also learned to bring their families with them so they can all get one additional copy (laughs) yeah but my favorites were the ones who only showed up once a year but when they did they come with the gangster like you know they they don't come to the comic book store every week but they're going to show up and spend a grand on free comic book day i'm like yes Mm -hmm. you know you guys could have come in and spread this out right (laughs) i had bills last week that needed paid too like Right. But yeah, I mean, and you'd have those people who were like uh, really good customers that would be like, I ain't coming to free comic book day. I'm, I'm not, I don't want anything to do with that. That's, that's, that's amateur hour. Like, I don't want to be here with all the noobs. I'm like, I get that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you my best free comic book day ever was three free comic book days ago. It was actually my last free comic book day before I fired Diamond. Um, we donated free comic book day to the local homeless shelter that keeps families together. And so we brought in a circus tent and inflatables and a trailer full of video games. And we had, you know, we knew we'd have people coming in for free comic book day. So what we, we had silent auction. We had people could donate money and go use those things. We had a DJ in the parking lot and karaoke in the parking lot. And we had a bunch of local community or, uh, you know, other people who wanted to partner with us come. Costco came and brought free cookies for every person. Mm-hmm. Like, they just kept having to go back for more cookies. Because <laughs> Costco cookies. Um, but we that was our most successful free comic book day. And we made the least money we ever made. Like, for the store. And I'm like, people still ask me about it. Hey, are you ever going to do that again? No. It, it almost killed me. It was like a 28-hour day. But it was it was it was worth it. It was but it's one of those things that I'll always remember, like laying down on the floor of the store after it was all done because I couldn't stand up anymore and feeling like I'd finally done something with in the comic book industry. (laughs) You left your mark. Yes. That is uh, a good good event. Supposed to be about right. Like the spirit of comics and. uh, 
unfortunately, it sounds like some customers come and complain about free comics and <laughs> and try to pull a fast one and all that. But uh, no, that's cool. That's that's awesome that you did that, and uh, I think that's that's what it's all about. But uh, so so it moved from May to when? When is it this year? August. 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 Okay, that's a. Uh, it's going to be very hot in Texas by then, or or on uh, free comic book day for sure. Um, so it used to be in May. Star Wars Day is still in May, May fourth. Um, uh, now, who Kyle? You do anything for Star Wars Day? Um, tomorrow being Star Wars Day, I will work fourteen hours. Because uh, it's um, show no. Um, do try to take a break. Uh, we'll some, allow you a five minute break. Uh, tomorrow is also well. So here's the problem, right? I'm going to come here and lock myself in my office tomorrow. Tomorrow is Mud Hen's opening day. So it's the opening day for the local minor league team. And I haven't missed an opening day in decades. And I can't because I have to be on the air tomorrow. So I can't go down and get into the whole revelry of opening day. So I'm going to lock myself in here so I don't have to hear about it. So that's that's how I'm spending Star Wars Day. I will probably do something Wednesday uh, for Revenge of the Fifth. Um, I don't know what that'll be yet, but I'll probably do something. Um, if anything, tomorrow while I'm working, I will have Star Wars playing in the background. Okay, so it's not Star Wars themed work. It's just work. It's just work. It's just, you know, tomorrow just happens to be a terrible day. For May the fourth to fall on, <laughs> you know, it's if if May the fourth could have fallen on Wednesday, it'd have been a lot better day for me. Are you going uh, to uh, try to catch the game at all via internet or? Um, probably not. Yeah, because then I'll just be angry that I'm not there. Um, and and it's one of those things is that I worked for the team for fifteen years. So I go down to opening day and I'm in the press box. I'm hanging out with, the, you know, it's a much different thing than the average opening day for the average person. You know, three years ago, I was hitting batting practice with the team on opening day, like just one of those kind of situations. So not being there is hard. And then watching it would just make it harder. So they're doing a on when I may go to the game Wednesday, if it's going to be nice, uh, they're doing a Cinco de Mayo Revenge of the Fifth combo game where you get in and you get uh, lightsaber churros. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. T- time out. You just said, I might do something uh, for Revenge of the Fifth, but I don't know what it would be. What the heck else? I, if, if, I can, <laughs> if I can get out of work on Wednesday, I might have to be here on Wednesday. So that's, you know... Hey, uh, Kyle, I, 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 this I heard this, uh, I, I hear a cough coming out of you. I think you might be getting a little sick. I, I think you should rest for a couple of days. I can't get sick. Um, otherwise, things fall apart. I took two days off this weekend, and things fell apart a little. So it's all going to be up to this guy. Oh, you can't see him. Stupid green screen. Is that Thanos? Oh. Yeah, Thanos. Head. DJ Thanos. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, he, is he taking over the Saturday Night Dance Parties? Uh, he may become your producer, yes. <laughs> I have a bunch of these heads that are going to be in this studio just to freak people out, but um, they're all going to wear headphones. So, But no, um, like I said, if I can get out of work Wednesday, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got a boatload of stuff I'm going to try and get done tomorrow. That's part of the whole 14 hours tomorrow thing. So that I could go to the game. If I don't, I may do something like just go have dinner someplace nice, but... Not you know. It's the most important point of what you just said, Kyle. What the heck are lightsaber churros? Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, they're they're a churro dipped in either blueberry or cherry, uh, like pie filling. <laughs> Why have we not heard of these? Before? Like, how much is the ticket to to up there? That's what I want to. I I'd hop on the plane 15? and go. Fifteen dollars day of uh ten dollars if you order ahead of time. I'm talking about a plane ticket. I'd fly up there for some lightsaber. Oh. Hey, uh, Kyle, you're gonna buy a plane ticket? Not that bad. 
You need to buy us a box and overnight us some, man. <laughs> well, they're just churros. Like, you just go buy a churro and then dip it in pie filling and you're good. That's, that's not, not the same thing. Not the same. That's true. Not, it's no, not um, on at a, at a themed baseball game. How long have the Mud Hens been around? The Mud Hens were established in... Uh, I don't remember because there have been a couple of different iterations of the Toledo Mud Hens. Um, there were the Toledo Swamp Chickens at one point, like back in the early 1900s. Um, well, are they older than you are? Oh, significantly. So they were done, I mean, you know, they started off in the 1600s or something. Uh, there, yeah, well, um, <laughs> The Mudhens really came to fame because of Jamie Farr. That's what, okay, uh, where, where I was going was before I even followed sports at all, I knew about the Toledo Mudhens because of Klinger on MASH. So that's why I was kind of asking because I was making sure, because I know minor league teams change their teams every once in a while. And, you know, I remember him seeing him, you know, wear the uh, the hats and, and one episode, at least the jersey and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's. That was my point. So, so the team, the Mud Hens themselves, came to exist in 1965. Toledo has had a minor league team going back well into the early 1900s. Um, actually, the first black player to play at any professional level of baseball played for the Mud Hens, Moses Fleetwood Walker, uh, in like 1919 or something. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, because I need to start trying to go to minor league games because it's minor league a, games are the best. Uh, it's just a way different vibe. They got lightsaber turtles there, apparently. All right, the, here we go. Um, professional baseball has been played in Toledo since 1883, but the Mud Hens era began in 1896 when the Swamp Angels, who played in the Interstate League, there you go. Swamp Angels. Swamp Angels. That just sounds. I mean now. I mean nowadays we have like the Rocket City Trash Pandas. So I mean any name go. We've already talked about this. Any right, name. The Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Yeah. But the thing about minor league baseball, right, is that because they have to compete with everything else, they go way out of their way to just be awesome at stuff. So yeah. like. You can get a gourmet, like, Michelin star meal at a Mudhens game. Um, they have the best promotional nights. For a $15 ticket, you can see a baseball game and a Marvel movie. Like, <laughs> licensed with Marvel. Like, it's cool. They give out comic books. I, like, I, can't um, remember, I can't remember what team, but there was one that had, like, Ghostbusters jerseys. That was the Toledo, uh, the Toledo Walleye, actually. I have one. Oh, okay. Now, was that was that was that hockey or because I know that, ho that's oh, hockey. Okay. Well, the baseball team had one too. Actually, they did a hockey and a baseball team. So the hockey team has done Tie Fighters and X Wing Pilots. They've done oh, they've done all kinds of. They did a, a Sergeant Pepper's one. The baseball they, team has done Sergeant Pepper's. One of them huh? did Ninja Turtles and Foot Soldiers. That wasn't us. That was somebody else. But um. Our baseball team has done a Beatles one. They've done a Spider-Man one. Link from Zelda. Um, Ghostbusters. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other ones I got because I have them all. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. Minor league, minor league rules are so much different than major league rules that you can get away with that kind of stuff. I vastly prefer minor league baseball than major league baseball. The picture behind you is like of a train station, but the way it's centered on my phone right now, all I see is a lightsaber churro. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down? Now, so <laughs> that's it. So, so hand, um, green frosting. We're all going to expect a box by Thursday morning or so, possibly yeah. Friday morning. What are you, an eBay buyer? <laughs> it's promoting Gold Belly. Yeah, it's fine. Bo boxes, <laughs> lightsaber churros all around, please. Um, yeah, we'll also compensate you for it. 
How much did it cost? I have no idea. <laughs> I won't know until I go, if I get to go. Uh, Jen, can you give him your credit card so we make sure he gets enough to... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, since we went way off on a sports tangent, I do want to say that uh, I'll, I'll have a report of this next week. But tonight, right now, the Warriors are playing the Pelicans, and because they're all you know have the same parent company, uh, there is a Marvel simulcast of the Warriors Pelicans game right now called uh, Marvel Legends Arena or Champions Arena or something like that. And basically, it's they they built a story around this basketball game. So they had writers write a story and Marvel characters in and around this basketball game. It sort of sounds like a real live space jam to where they're monitoring the the best athletes on the planet and they're starting with an NBA basketball game. And based on the box score, they're going to give certain points. So like if Steph Curry hits a three, that's like a point, you know, to building up his profile to see if he's worthy to be an avenger uh this is crazy and interesting to me um it is also you know probably something that's in broadcast form only i'm sure they did player interviews and things like that but it's not going to affect the actual game the game's on espn and the simulcast is going to be on espn plus and espn2 um the is this like when nickelodeon did nfl games yeah, well, wasn't that the, so much more watchable the, when they had the slime cannon for a touchdown? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that the net was SpongeBob's face was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also, for now for those of you joining us at home, I am currently in my season tickets at Fifth Third Field in Toledo. Nice. <laughs> Eight rows off home plate. Sent me a picture the other day of him there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eight rows off home plate. Yep. Nice. Speaking of, okay, I got to bring it up. Did you guys see the story about what happened at the Arizona Diamondbacks game? No, was this Uh, over the weekend? mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it was over the weekend. So there's this college soccer player who's in, uh, he was a pretty famous college soccer player, but now he's in esports. And his roommate went on his second date to the Arizona Diamondbacks game. So this guy who's got like 42,000, you know, like 4 million followers or something, tweets, at the Diamondbacks. Hey, can you check in on my friend? See how his date's going? And so they tweet back, uh, where's he sitting? <laughs> and then Bally Sports, which used to be Fox Sports, got involved. And now it's this whole big thing where they're documenting these, these people's second date on Twitter at the baseball game. And they put them on the big screen. And then they took a baseball that said, will there be a second date or a third date? Like, And they did the kiss cam where they're like, will there be a third date kind of thing? It was very funny. I uh, see. I saw a snippet of that, like out of the corner of my eye, without audio, and I thought that that was just like someone getting married at a baseball game. So I thought that's where that was going. It was a second date, and the guy was like, "Hey, this is going really well, Twitter friend with thousands of followers. Can you tweet that I'm there? I'm going to go ahead and propose and and knock this out of the park." No, this was this was uh, at one point. There was a text uh, that was screen grabbed and put on Twitter where the guy's roommate texted him, you're an a-hole. I, I can't believe you did this to me. I mean, that's a little I'm bit going, of pressure, right? Having the whole world now watch you as you either right. succeed or fail. Right. Imagine if it doesn't go well. Right? <laughs> well, will there be a third day? Yes. Even if there's not, you have to say yes, right? Like, right, exactly. you can't say no in that situation. Have you ever seen somebody get, get you know, have a no answer when they get proposed to at a ballpark? Ever? Yeah, but it was a skit, probably. Yeah, but it was like on Friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they, they, they do orchestrate skits at the ballparks, mm-hmm. too. But um, I'm sure he'll get a third date, but I'm also sure he will not tell that roommate where he's going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at one point, the roommate posted photos from, like, Find My iPhone <laughs> to show the park where he was at. Wow. Okay. I'm going, either this is the most well-orchestrated gimmick ever, or this is for real and we have to pay attention now. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, so, that's a little crazy. I, I, 
you know, the whole, I know this was just a date, but that whole intensity that he was probably feeling just being on a date, that's why I don't understand how people do the whole, like, sports event proposal, or why. Because it's just, I mean, maybe they have a rush of 50,000 people turning and staring at them for 10 seconds, but it just seems like such a dicey move, I don't know. (laughs) I think they're uh, they know that she's never gonna say no at the ball game. So, <laughs> like, yeah, this is Humboldt Trapper. It'd be nice to have a stat sheet of how many people kind of overturn that that proposal three days later or whatever. Right. <laughs> once, it, once it's calmed down, uh, Brainy, are are you getting lightsaber churros for uh, the fourth or what's up? Well, yeah, yeah. Kyle's supposed to send me a box for, uh, you know, once he goes down there and gets them. Uh, You know, of course, I'm going to enjoy them as soon as I get them. A whole box, Kyle, a whole box. Uh, I will get you Jen's credit card number. I have it somewhere. If I get them, I'm eating them. (laughs) Hey, nobody's stopping you from getting your own box. Have you, you've not met me that much. I don't have that kind of self-control. If I get them, they're gone. Oh, these are for Brainy. Uh, Brainy won't know if I eat seven of them. There are only eight in the box. Brainy will know. He won't notice. Well, oh, I ate seven. There's only one left. He's going to notice. I got to eat it. Hey, just let me know if they're doing that Comic-Con with the pizza, and I'll fly up there. Right. Oh, um, C2E2 is in December. Okay. So uh, let me see. Tomorrow, I know for our radio show, we're doing a, a, a May the Force Be With You. We've got a family event, which I don't want to disclose right now. It's a, uh, you know, it's a little private, so uh, I, I might be just involved in that. Um, beyond that, work and school, so nothing's too spectacular, I guess. This year's May the Fourth is it's, just. I think every yeah, day is it, Fourth Day, right? So, yeah. kind of. Um, there was a surprise Disney Plus announcement for tomorrow. Uh, the Force awakens from its nap. Which is a Simpsons short, so they're going all out, being completely under the same parent company as Star Wars now. And this is going to be a continuation of The Longest Daycare, where Maggie's taking on her nemesis baby. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, The Bad Batch was already announced. That'll be like a one-hour premiere. Uh, Biomes, which will let you kind of, I guess it's like a, I don't know if it's a VR experience or just a 3D you know, uh, kind of environmental videos of putting you at Hawk or Tatooine, places like that. And then uh, vehicle fly-throughs, just taking you through the cockpit and various areas of the different vehicles of Star Wars. So that's all on uh, Disney+. Plus. So they're releasing a lot of nice. content tomorrow, so that's cool. Uh, there's, there's always something. Uh, people have been waiting for that Bad Bat show for a while. Now, I... Still have yet to really get into the Clone Wars series, which that is obviously a spinoff of. Um, but I'll probably check it out. I just, I don't know if I can go back and... I would never try to stomach the movie again. I just wouldn't. Um, but then it seems like season one and two were slow rolling, and then people loved it by the end. But I would probably, if I was going to invest in the series right now, it would be Rebels. Uh, but I think Bad Batch, as long as they give an explanation... I mean, I don't think there's much of an explanation, like... Here's some clones. They're good guys. The Bad Batch. Here we go. <laughs> like that's probably all you need, I would think. Anyone else gonna check out that one? No, oh, check it out for sure. Once I finish uh, Winter Soldier. Oh no! Yeah, I still gotta start that. I started. Guys. Well, knock the next thing off my list for that one. <laughs> well, so I spent my whole weekend doing free comic book day stuff. I didn't have any time. You weren't home. That's right. I mean, I would like to have started it, but it hasn't happened yet. Maybe that's what I'll do Wednesday. No, you no, you got to go to that baseball game. Yeah, we want our churros, man. If it rains, <laughs> it's it's supposed to rain every day this week. If it rains, I'm not going. Dude, yeah, yeah. But if it rains, you just walk. You walk up to the concession stands, you buy our churros, you drop them off at FedEx, and you go home. <laughs> I should have never told you about this. Doctor needs to be begging me for churros like he begs other people for ice cream. Nah, I like churros better. 
<laughs> I think everybody does. Wait, what kind of what kind of ice cream though? Cicada ice cream? Oh, we what? Oh, I can't you believe, believe uh, this. Oh, this is the backup. <laughs> no, like cicada goes in waves, right? Like the the all the the different locusts. There's like a a one year phase, a three year phase, seven, twelve, <laughs> then the apocalypse or whatever. But uh, I remember one time, like it's one of these like seven year cicada swarms is coming to the Midwest. And I remember like the last time that happened, there was like a specialty ice cream store. Uh, up there, and they did cicada ice cream. Eh, it's got to be crunch. just Yeah, it was just mint with crunch stuff in it. It was, oh. it was like, yeah, but it was cicadas, and then they had to stop right because they're like, oh, we don't know if people should eat this. I don't recall there being actual cicadas in it. Okay, I'll look it up. This was years ago, but yeah, they, I mean, they had to stop due to concerns of oh, we don't know if people should be crunching on this stuff, but. Well, because around here, like, that's going to be a thing, right? The cicada swarm? Um, yeah. So everybody does cicada stuff. So, like, you'll have outdoor music venues will do cicada concerts, which it's, you know, like an orchestra playing in rhythm with the cicadas. or You know what I mean? Everybody does that kind of stuff. Um, so somebody inevitably will have cicada ice cream, and they'll put, like, chocolate bugs in mint ice cream or something. Like, oh. Uh. Inevitably, it's coming, but I don't know what, you know, what the exact story you're referring to is. Maybe somebody tried it. That would be super dumb. I don't know if it was up where you're at or somewhere else, but uh, so anyway, probably so cicada churros coming later this summer to the Toledo Mud Hens. That's what we're saying. (laughs) And it'd probably just be a churro dipped in some sort of mint cream. Yeah. Why, Why mint, though? Do they taste like mint? They're green. Oh, see, I'm just used to seeing the shells lying around, and those aren't green. Yep. So you never picked up a one that was still in its shell before? They're awesome for, like, short pets. Yeah, just some chili and lime salt. Well, it's like popcorn. No! <laughs> see, we also, get, <laughs> we also get mayflies. Those are coming this month. Oh, no. Um is that what attacked the that that famous Yankees clip where it just like wouldn't leave anyone alone? Uh, I don't know. Yankees Indians, uh, probably. But mayflies are about this long, with giant wings and a real tiny body, and they only live like thirteen hours. But oh. if there's a light on, it's like the movie Locust. <laughs> no. Like it's just everywhere like when we used to play baseball we used to have to have games canceled because of mayflies that it's just the worst be. yeah bugs just uh they swarm that's what they do like and you can't ugh, bugs um we don't really get the swarmy kind of bugs in texas we just get the kind that are like giant like tree roaches or really the kind that can kill you well, yeah, but those are everywhere. None of our bugs can kill you. Oh, so you don't have any, like, brown recluse or black widow spiders or anything? I don't believe we have brown recluse or black widow spiders. We do have daddy long leg spiders, which can kill you, oh, but don't. No, those are friends. Those are our friends. If you have an open wound and it bites you in an open wound, it can kill you. That's very specific, though. It, also, it actually that... happened to a an elephant at our zoo. Oh, wow. Oh, Here they just, uh, they're known to eat mosquitoes, which we like. That's the right. one thing I guess we do have that swarms is mosquitoes are real bad. Here. Everybody has mosquitoes. Yeah. But Toledo is built on a swamp. Oh. So oh, is that thing. why the swamp pen ever? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Everything here is the black swamp. Oh. As long as you guys don't have flying cockroaches. Oh, we, well, we do. Here. <laughs> we, yeah, we got that. Oh, hell no. I, I ain't never coming down there, man. <laughs> no. uh, terrifying. The first time you see them like, come off the wall and hit you in the head, scary. <laughs> I, I grew up in the Austin area. We just call those pets, too. They're, they, they're the pets that run, that run away when you turn on the lights. And that's about it. 
or fly away. Yeah, flying yeah. flying cockroaches. That's the Florida man of Texas, is what I've decided. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is like the the tree roaches, and they're huge and and uh, gross. Nope, those, those guys creep me out. I mean, the, the flying cockroaches really creep me out. Yeah, <laughs> I think they should. I mean, that's good. You know, like <laughs> I don't. That's not something to be like fascinated by or want to be around. It's really just seems weird. Also, because like they're they they're supposed to be scurriers and not flyers. So, um, you know, Hulk will tell you those guys are mean. <laughs> <laughs> so. That one thing that I predicted in the box office happening happened. Not too much of a surprise, but uh, Demon Slayer took the top spot from uh, Mortal Kombat. But they both dropped. Like, Mortal Kombat dropped 74%. Maybe because people figured out they could watch it at home on HBO Max. Or maybe because they figured out that it was uh, easier just to take a nap. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although... I have been convinced to go see Demon Slayer in theaters. Okay. Uh, we have to have a theater open, which isn't a thing yet, but soon. Hey, uh, Kyle, there is a theater open in California that you can come to on Thursday. And while you're here, bring my box of uh, <laughs> Well, you know, our newest associate producer on the experience only lives like four miles from your store. Really? But he says it's like an hour and a half drive. Sounds about right. <laughs> so no um yeah no it's uh they're and they just announced that movie theaters are going to be reopening for traditional viewing uh here uh next week or the week after i forget but so that's that's a good thing like you could be able to go in and sit and watch a movie without having to rent the whole theater mm-hmm. that's such a so, trip because in texas it's been like a year now Mm-hmm. Well, and that's I think I think that's a local law as opposed to a state or something. Oh, okay. Because I know the AMC's. Uh, we talked last week about the Fast and the Furious, yeah. making people furious. Um, <laughs> uh, the AMC that you that the closest AMC we drove past it on the way down Friday night to Free Comic Book Day. And it had cars in the parking lot. So I think that's just a Toledo ordinance or Lucas County ordinance. Okay. I don't know that for sure, but I know that the movie theater at the mall is not open. Wow. Movie theater at a mall. I haven't been to one of those in, I don't know, like a decade, I guess. Now it's by the, the one, the main one here is across from a mall, but I haven't been to a movie theater in a mall in quite some time. Yeah, we have a Cinemark in our mall. It's its own story. Like, you go up to the top floor of the mall, and it's the whole theater. The whole thing is the theater, but still. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you said you have been to a movie theater, but it's just ones that have been rented out, right? Yeah, you got to rent the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've been open now. Miss Jen, you you were you were going like when they reopened here last year. Uh, could you just walk up and buy a ticket, or did you? Was it all like digital, and you had to get your tickets, uh, even the like the general admission ones? Did you have to get those in advance, or could you just walk up? Because I know they were like you know at half or forty percent capacity at the time. As far as I know, of course, I I haven't walked up and gotten tickets in a long time since it's much more convenient to use. I, I okay. have the app. I have the app for both of mine, so. And then I get you know. My extra discount and all that fun stuff if I do. So points. It's so much easier to just be like, I want that chair and that chair. Absolutely. And, and then watch them blockade you on both sides is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> is I guess that's how we're I don't know. I can't remember the last movie I went to now. I definitely did not have not been to one since last March. So I went to the most boss movie on Friday. Did you see Demon Slayer? No. I didn't think Boss Baby Mortal 3 came out the next year. This is a limited release that was that started on Friday. Can you guys guess? Mortal Kombat? No. Boss Baby 3. Fast and the Furious, part one. Mortal Kombat. 
Furious Fridays Part One. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, the anniversary. What now, was there anything different about it? Not that I could really tell. I think it's uh, I think it's the just the main one everyone watched. I just I watch it all the time, and I yeah. still am not tired of it. It still makes me. No, so I love that movie. Like we found one I like, guys. <laughs> yeah. Not even um, the time and the date, guys. It's not well, even it's, by Aaron Sorkin. I usually like art, artsy movies, you know, primarily, but that's one I love. I mean, and I think it has to do with Michael Sarah in that movie was just so perfect, mm-hmm. just so perfect. Do you guys but, realize how many uh, superheroes or villains came out of that movie? Like people that played parts in that movie that became big parts in other superhero franchises. Yes. And it seems that that number goes up every time you watch it. Right. Cause like mm-hmm. you're, you know, more people are signing on to this stuff. And, um, and even now, now you're at a point where the, at least two people in that movie that I can think of have played multiple superheroes. Right. <laughs> like, like, cause Brandon Routh, He's played um, both Superman and Adam, and then Chris Evans, uh, Human Torch, and Captain America. So by the time that's over, it's like, who knows what the final count is going to be. But yeah, some big stars and minor roles. And uh, and just the cast, everyone's a winner in that cast. Yeah, so it's you fun. Captain Marvel out of that crew. Yeah. Uh, speaking of... They released the names for Captain Marvel 2 and Black Panther. Have you guys heard these yet? Oh, yeah. I watched I watched and cried through the, the release today. That was... Well, one of us didn't cry. So... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need... Brainy's food. heart is made of stone. <laughs> I got no heart. <laughs> So, but but uh, Miss Jen, you're referring to the uh, sort of Marvel montage they released, and it's got uh, Stan Lee's voice, and they snuck some in there. Now I think there was a second video with more of an emphasis on just the MCU, right? And like shots from specific movies in a row. Mm-hmm. So we got like a, a tiny sneak of Eternals. What else was on there? Um. Uh... It also had cuts from Black Widow. Um, it also ended up it like basically all of the names and the dates for the upcoming MCO, MCU films and ended with a nice little giant four logo. Um, it was more of an Avengers four logo. Because they did have that A on there as well. Sort of, kind of. <laughs> I had to oh, watch it four, three times before I could see the four. a very specific four, four Brainy. <laughs> but I will say this. At the speed at which it goes by, I had to watch it a couple times before I could actually tell it was a four. No, it's... I thought you guys were going to talk about the, the, the set photos of the Paw Patrol movie. I'm sorry. No, you can't. <laughs> Wait, did they release the set photos for Paw Patrol? Yes. Oh my god, I gotta watch that. When did you <laughs> release that? Uh, an hour ago. Ah, see, I'm wasting my time with you guys. I should be watching Paw Patrols. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is the animation on this looks really good. I mean, it looks, it's kind of got that up or pets feel to it. Secret Life of Pets, you know, where mm-hmm. it's super cartoony and the features don't make any sense. It will but, make, but you love it. It will make more money than uh, Avengers did, just yeah. because it's Paw Patrol. There, there is nothing. Only Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this was going to be like a, a live action Paw Patrol with like the Lonely Island and Andy Samberg. No, <laughs> no, it's just animated like normal. Um, so. Black Panther 2, the title is Wakanda Forever, which is a no-brainer, right? But now, Captain Marvel is just Marvels. So, what are we making of that one? Well, let's see. Marvel did a book 
not that long ago, Marvel Generations Marvels. Correct. Which was Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel. Um, well, they had that came out last week called The Marvels. Yeah. And it sold out immediately, so I have no idea what's in it. Crisis. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've also got the fact that they basically set up uh, Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel yeah. in WandaVision. Plus, you still have regular Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of options there. Um For, for for that, um, and I'm still I'm still a little bit hesitant. Like I'll believe it when I see it when they incorporate the Disney Plus stuff in reverse and full effect into the movies because of how they treated Agents of Shield, you know. But you obviously you also have Kamala Khan incoming with her own <laughs> Disney series. But now, so is there still a way to? I mean, do you think they would introduce Captain Marvel? Or they did. They kind of they did okay oh that's right they did was that mm-hmm. ju- too long no that no. was the um shoot fire they actually have her in flashbacks don't they yeah uh marvell was i can't remember who played her in captain marvel but it was the old lady mm-hmm. so there's a there's, so there's a lot of potential storylines that could go with then but it's basically multiple captain. I think we're. I think the theme here is multiple everybody, right? Like multiverse. Well, yeah. Multiple everybody. Yeah, they did put uh, Doctor Strange practically in the middle of that whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the multiverse. I'm telling you, so. I think my theory is going to come true. You like the multiverse of madness being tied into what? That what we've seen so far is only one universe of these characters. So whether it was the earth 616 or it was the ultimate universe that we've seen so far that all of these characters exist in the other universe. So there's just another captain America. There's just another iron man. They can keep going back to those wells of money making. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way we get Galactus, which makes me happy. We, we already have the cloud. Do we need another cloud? <laughs> no. I just want to see him actually eat a planet. Look, it's all I want. Yes. Watch the watch the 2005 Silver Surfer series, 2005 or whatever it was. Yes. Well, Just for he, that recommendation, I'm not sending you churros. Will he be the miscolored blue Galactus though? Actually, I don't think Galactus ate anything in that. Did did he? I don't remember. Mm. And actually, I did enjoy it. It wasn't a spectacular, you know, series, but it was it was entertaining enough when I watched it. So. And we're talking about the cartoon? Yeah, the cartoon. <laughs> okay. So you you're not you're not recommending when the Fantastic Four fights the Google Cloud and Rise of the Silver Surfer. Well, when I watch it, I'll let you know what I really think about it. Have you not, I have seen, not seen it yet? <laughs> oh, it, but but you're making cloud jokes like you've seen it. See, I've suffered. Oh, that, no, that wasn't a commercial. That that cloud joke, I, oh, there's no <laughs> It was uh, the, it was bad. It, yes, it was I, I, I did see that part of it. I, I saw what they did with uh, Galactus, so. But I, I haven't seen the entire movie. Yeah. I just hope that they can. Uh, uh, does anyone get uh, spoilers from Lego sets, or is it just me? Just you. Okay. I, I can't say the last time I bought a Lego set. Uh, I can't remember. I mean, it's probably last week that I bought one. I, I bought one of the Shang Chi ones because I was like, "Woohoo!" Yeah, it's been at least uh, two years. In, in exchange for the churros, I'll send you a box of. Actually, I think it'd be cheaper for me to fly to go get freaking churros <laughs> by your Lego set. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But That's I just sad thing about being in retail is that there are a great many things that do get spoiled. Unintentionally by toy lines like Funko spoiled Mega Godzilla for me because that they had to show it for me to order it kind of thing. Exactly. Or give it a name. You can't just be like, no image found. Order this pop. It has something to do with Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, they could have just done an outline and said coming soon or like number you know to be revealed or whatever. 
They, no they should just put spoiler art over it. They could just do a silhouette and then put spoiler. Uh, like why? That that way the collectors know there's another number to get, but they don't have to tell her one yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. We tend to tell a bunch of retailers, "Hey, I'm not going to show you what it is, but you got to buy it, and you can never return it." Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work either. Yeah. Um, no, they they did that for Hasbro. Did that for at least one of the lines of Star Wars figures. They called up the store, said, "How many cases do you want? We're not going to tell you anything about it." That was the pitch. And I was like, "I'll tell you what. I'll order none." <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you remember what it turned out to be, though? Do you remember what it was? It was one of the new Star Wars movie lines. It was probably Rogue One or something. Oh, okay. But, I was just wondering if it was Baby Yoda related. They just did such a good job, like hiding Baby Yoda. I just wondered if it was that. But yeah, that's kind of a tough sell. I mean, you, you know, buying buying stuff blind is a trend for collectors over the last ten years. Blind bags, blind boxes, all that. You know, trading cards obviously or have always been a, a blind buy. Uh, but when you're buying something to sell to someone else, I just don't think that that works. But I, I do know, I can't remember what issue it was, but, uh, and I'll refrain, I won't say the name of the character, but there was a character on the back of the packaging for the Shang-Chi Marvel Legends series, the Build-A-Figure series. And when that art came out online, that book jumped 300%. Mm-hmm. with of a certain character on the back of the packaging. Yep. So people are, and people in a speculator's market, people are always looking for anything to like jump on, right? But not only does it do that, but then it spoils, you know, the big bad of the movie. You know, that that's a concept I'm still having a hard time grasping. Why is a movie announcement increasing the price of a book? It's not like a, a, a general public's actually going to go out there looking for the first appearance of, you know, Invincible and say, yeah, I'll put down $2,000 for a book that I'm, you know, just because I like the animation. It, it doesn't make logical sense why they're spiking so fast and so high. <laughs> I, I, I think because it's almost more of a, and this this is a broad stroke for pokemon cards basketball a lebron uh basketball card just sold for a 5.2 million uh, a week ago um so i think this is more of a just a broad kind of look at why but it's sort of like if you were really into stocks and there was like a big ceo hiring or firing or 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 you know or import tax putting put on certain things that contribute to this product over here sold by this company I just think that they're looking for anything to like, I want to invest in this and I think it's going to go up. It's like in, in baseball and basketball cards right now, a guy has like a 50 point game. You can go on eBay the next day and sell his card for three times what it's actually worth. Yeah. And then yeah. When, he go, when he goes over seven the next night, then it comes back down to earth. Same thing for baseball. A guy hits two home runs and it's like, Oh, this is the next hall of famer. Let's yep. all buy this card. And, uh, I think it's the same with comics. They're they're just like look people are looking for any excuse to kind of like throw money down. I mean it, it, whether it gives you like an investor's rush or whatever, but or, or you're trying to make like or you're trying to see if that character is going to grow to prominence or not. But I mean I think it's I think it's that. I, I don't think there's any Real rhyme or reason to it, other than we have access to so much information and the ability to buy anything in a second. I mean, you didn't used to have, you know, you just never used to have that. And now it's just like, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. You can either buy Dogecoin or or GameStop stock or, um, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 300. So it's like... Speaking of... Yes. Um... There was a story that uh, was brought to my attention this afternoon um, about NFTs, actually. Um, The family of uh, Frank Frazetta decided that they were going to put some of his art available as NFTs. And the backlash they received from the comic book community was so heavy that they wound up deleting the offering. Um. 
<clears throat> have you guys seen that? Like, I follow artists and uh, on Twitter, and I have seen this. I, I have to ask: was this was this backlash from an artistic perspective or an environmental perspective? From a, I can't believe you're selling Frank Frazetta art as an NFT. Okay, I, I because I've seen the reason I asked about the environment. If people don't know, it uses a tremendous amount of of power, right? Just like Bitcoin. Well, server farms in general use a lot of power. I mean. It's, but I, I had never thought about that. I thought I don't maps or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. No, <laughs> I don't I think. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think people are thinking about it correctly in the sense that, do you use the internet? You're having yeah. the same environmental impact just by using the internet as you are right. owning an NFT. Right. Because server farms are server farms. Do you listen to the radio? Watch TV? Server farms. Do anything on a cell phone, server farms. Yep. So you're not people people are looking for some reason to have some sort of righteous indignation about this because they can't afford to participate, don't care to participate, don't know how to participate. So let's blame the environment. Let's have an environmental problem about it. Which sure, but also then how are you tweeting? Twitter's run off a server farm that's using just as much energy and killing just as much of the environment. Right. All I'm saying. So my whole reason for bringing this up is I'm wondering where the line is for people. Um, because, you know, they put Frank Frazetta art up for NFT. And essentially what they're doing is the same thing Bob Dylan did when he sold his publishing rights. You know, somebody's willing to give him billions of dollars to be able to publish his music forever. Bob Dylan takes that money because now his family is set forever. Yep. The Frazetta family is just looking for a way to capitalize on some money that their father was certainly underpaid for because of the time in which he made it. Where is that line? Is it different because it's music and not art? Like, but music is a kind of art. So where does the line for people? And I, that's what I don't understand. You know, people, people are getting all kinds of bent out of shape about, crypto and it it's starting to make less and less sense as to why well and, and a lot of people don't understand it as and that's why i sort of put put that stuff out there because i just read an article about that last week about that aspect but like you said sometimes people get this unbridled rage on twitter and they're just sort of like well i'm outraged because of these three reasons and then you may not even know that that may not be real or whatever. So it's like uh, I was just I, I was just wanting to clarify: was it from like the old "oh, you're a sellout, corporate sellout" type thing, or is there was there something else going on? Because from a layman's perspective, I'm like, mm, okay, the NFT I've read on it, I understand a little bit, but I can still download pictures from the artist and buy their comic back issues so i don't know how it affects the average consumer or googler <laughs> just the, yeah so I, I, I think like you said that where's the line oh i don't think the line's even begun to be drawn yet i i think we're seeing the backlash that i've seen is is people going how dare you and then I'm like, as a someone following an artist, and I see someone else go, "How dare you?" I'm like, "How dare they? What? Like, I don't understand." <laughs> right? How dare they make money? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, I did I'm, have another piece of thing I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah. Uh, announced today, Heavy Metal announced today a humble bundle. Heavy Metal magazine, Heavy Metal Comics. Um, uh, but all the money goes to Hero Initiative, which is super cool. And there's some really good stuff in there. Um, but uh, I just wanted to mention that it was happening because uh, some of these books have been out of print for a really long time and probably never will come back into print. So it's worth looking at. And just for anyone that doesn't know, could you tell what a, hum a humble bundle is? It's a pay-what-you-want kind of platform. So to get the, they have like different tiers. So the first tier is five different books, um, including, you know, Stephanie Phillips and uh, Patrick, uh, how do you say his last name? Zitcher, Tarna number one. Um, and a couple of Dan Fogler books, a Jack Kirby Heavy Metal and Sun Eater by Dylan Sprouse. 
pay at least a dollar, get all five issues digitally. And then for $10, pay at least $10, you get a bunch more stuff, including a bunch of second and third issues. And then there's an $18 and a $25 bundle. So if you're willing to give 26, 20, at least $25, you can get what they're saying is $345 worth of digital heavy metal books. And all the money goes to uh, Hero sure. Initiative, and they sold 3364 in less than a day. Those are also fun to give as gifts, too, if you have a friend that you think might enjoy them, but they're not really traditional, like, I want to have a comic book in my hand person. Digital mm -hmm. gift like that is kind of cool. They might open up and, and try it out. I used, to, I used to do them for my friends who were like, I'm like, guys, you got to read this comic. And they're like, but I'm not going to spend money on a comic I don't know about. I'd buy them if it was ever in a Humble Bundle. I'd buy it for them and then be like, so when are you going to come buy the trade? <laughs> you, know, you know what's a better gift than the Humble Bundles? It's a like? box of lightsaber churros. <laughs> <laughs> Can I mute Brainy? Do I have that capability? No. Justin, can no you make one... me the host so I can mute Brainy? Mm -mm. I don't give you permission. <laughs> can I at least change his background well. so it's not flowers? <laughs> yeah, you should you should change it to churros for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. Oh, should, right? Um, but guys, I, I do have to uh, look down in a few minutes. It looks like Miss Tim, would you like to wrap it up with uh, comics? Yeah, um, let's see. Pay attention because Baby Teeth is back by Donnie King. It's Kate so good. And Aftershock. I cannot wait to read it. I'm I so read it. I'm to read it this weekend. I cannot believe it. Uh, Beckstar is going to be an awesome book. I got to interview um, the creator for that today. Excited, excited. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of good ones. Uh, Eden One Shot, that's a Colin Bunn. He didn't even know it was releasing this week. I had to tell him. <laughs> uh, Eve by Victor Laval. I wanted to interview them like crazy, and I couldn't make it happen today. I tried so hard. <laughs> we'll try. We're still trying for later in the week. Oh, good, good. Uh, Heroes Reborn starts. Uh, to I don't know if anyone even knows or cares that that series is starting, which is weird. I thought there would be more buzz for it by now. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a, a secret character in there that they're going to reveal tonight or tomorrow. I'm sure. Just... And then I will have wait under ordered, of course. Yep. Uh, Good Asian, number one. Uh, Invincible Red Sonia, number one, which looks like a lot of fun. And, oh my gosh, this thing goes on and on and on and on. This is crazy. How much money is this costing me this week? Um, <laughs> uh, my pull list alone is projected to be $147. And let's, yeah. let's not forget, guys, we've got Batman 108 coming out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. And, this is oh, and I haven't even put my big two books in yet. Crap. Yep. And we've got uh, Batman Fortnite issue number two coming out tomorrow. And then uh, that money. Bounty Hunters Alpha. Is that this week? I don't know that. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal. That's another one that's insane and great. Mm. It's like so many good number ones. It's just not even. My brain hurts so bad. Jen, did you get the PDF of Marjorie Finnegan? I'm sure I did, but I don't. I don't usually open up PDFs to read. I like reading the physical book on Tuesday, so I don't get it mixed up with other things I'm trying to review. <laughs> no, that's fair. I just. Uh, it's one of those that they sent the they sent the the PDF. And I just was, it's maybe my favorite book out this week, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but there was a couple of others that I wanted to mention just because um, I need to mention them. Uh, hey Kids Comics, uh, Profits and Loss, number one, from Howard Chaykin. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Punchline and the Vaude Villains, number one, from Hero Tomorrow Comics. Yep. Um, where is the other one? Oh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, Broken Souls Ballad from Scout yep. uh, looks interesting to me, as well as uh... where'd it go? It was just on my screen. Don't forget, oh. it's a bad idea week. It's yes. Whale Bill. Yes. Uh, Junkie Cable from Behemoth Comics. 
how did I miss that? I don't have it on my list. No, I've missed something in ordering. Now I'm mad. Well, it may be next week because Behemoth books have had a history of being okay. multi-week releases. Yeah, I think it's next week then because it yep. is not on my list, but that doesn't mean that I didn't just accidentally forget make it. Right. Also, if you're into the Alan Moore universe, Nightmares of Providence, number one by Ivan Rodriguez. You know, that's the Providence that he set up in the Lovecraftian world. Alan mm -hmm. Moore did the first volume. That's a lot of stuff this week. There's a whole bunch coming. <laughs> it's, it's the first week of the month, so it's usually heavier than uh, not. Yep. Yeah, it's a four four sheets of order this week for me, which is a pretty big week. And that's not even the stuff I have that just came in from Source Point Press and Scout yeah. and um, the DC stuff. I'm going to be buying a used car tomorrow. <laughs> Essentially the way it works out. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> any, uh, any final thoughts for the week for, from anyone? No. I, mean, it was, I think it's going to be a great week. I'm super stoked for New Comic Book Day. <laughs> and... Um... You know, for those gamers, there is a new Pokemon release. There is a new Yu-Gi-Oh release this week as well. So, yeah. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks, you guys, as usual, for talking about all this stuff for the last hour. And thank you all for watching and or listening to Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by the Adventure Begins Comics and Games and Space Guests Collection Collection. Check out their other shows. Like the Adventure Begins show, Woodlands House and Home, the best you, Between the Trees, Business Talk, and more. You can watch these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KBQT HD 21 Over the Air, on your television. All these shows and more on Roku. Just add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup, and you can listen to the audio version of this podcast on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Tune in next week to see if Brainy gets his lightsaber churros. <laughs> We'll see you next time. No, 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 no. Let me let me clarify that. It's how much I enjoyed my lightsaber churros. Because <laughs> Kyle is going to make sure I get them. <laughs> They're in the shipment with your ice cream. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. See you next week. Yeah. Nerd.